I'm Katie. I'm Garrett. We started a podcast. And Against the odds. <laughs> we both have ADHD and we're diagnosed as adults. So we're tackling that late diagnosis and what that means for each of us every week. And we also take little side quests into things like the history of tarot and the history of Geraldo Rivera's mustache. Lots of side quests and um, rabbit holes. I think every week has different rabbit holes that we fall down. Yes. Um, and we are excellent at getting sidetracked. I think it's some may say professionals (laughs) (laughs) so if you also like getting sidetracked and want to laugh along with your two new best friends tune in every thursday to the bar is ankle high available on all platforms and follow us on instagram and facebook at the bar is ankle high Bye. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And what is on the roof of your mouth? I have like a cut or something on the roof of my mouth. And you're just like digging in your mouth as I'm as I'm introducing us. Yeah, remember last time when I said the tip of my tongue? Oh my god, I'm I'm like scared to put it in existence. So I had that inflamed. Yes, yeah. Okay, well now it's the roof of my mouth. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> I don't. Well, right now I have drainage going on. I'm hoping it's just. I know. I'm hoping it's just because uh, the crazy fluctuations in temperatures it's supposed to be highs of like 60s and then within a week of that back to snow and Mm -hmm. it's just like cool why is this happening welcome to indiana (laughs) i know like i don't normally get bothered by these things i don't i never used to do like the seasonal allergy thing but like my body is not handling this winter well at all no i'm still like i've got drainage too it sucks it's gross dang okay well welcome Keep the coughing and uh clearing my throat to a minimum yeah thank goodness you guys are on the other side of the uh the speakers here <laughs> you're like dang <laughs> don't gross ew ew i'm just skipping. nasty <laughs> well i don't know i feel like i don't have any any updates oh the you super, look like you might the super bowl came and went super bowl came and went i feel yes. like i didn't watch it no i I didn't have a clue literally i at work i was like man i wonder who won and then spectrum radio that we listened to they're like so congratulations to kansas city i said that tracks and then i just kept going and the rihanna concert that apparently everyone's really torn on that they're just like it was really good or she was so awful and i don't also don't care no offense like i'm sure she did fine what i don't like is they're like pregnant rihanna like now that's her personality and who she is she's not just rihanna who happens to be pregnant rihanna it's rihanna we've always said it wrong but it's one of those like we're in too deep isn't it that the same with Ariana too? Ariana Grande. Yeah, it's Ariana, Ariana. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, we say it wrong. And it's one of those like everybody is in so deep. It's like why fix it now? Like mm-hmm. Brent, how do you say Brendan? He was in the whale. Fraser. It's yeah, Fraser. It's like Razor, but Fraser. And everyone but says Fraser. Yeah. It's like well, can't go back. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we're just gonna go with tomato the wrong way this time okay uh, <laughs> rihanna i just don't like that they're like you could tell she was pregnant pregnant rihanna like her belly sticking out of like the zipper precariously in the middle of the out i was like let her be yeah dang sorry people have children 
Like that doesn't look good in red. Right. (laughs) Everybody. Well, yeah, you're right. I was going to say everybody looks good in red, but I don't know. Maybe some of you are ugly she in red. She looked extra good in red. <laughs> I mean, red's my favorite color, so I'm biased, but. Um, see, I feel like because of my other podcast, I also dump all the things I've done in a week on those episodes. Right. So you're like, did I already talk about this? Well, I know we didn't talk about this, but I talked to you about maybe a little bit that we were watching documentaries on the FLDS church. Yeah, and, you did. Yeah. Oh, my word. If you don't listen to my other podcast, Retro Club, or if you do, you're getting a double dose because it just has really stuck with me. I'm like, I I already watched the documentary once before, but John had never seen it. So we watched it again and it's still like, is it like the be sweet, uh, be sweet, pray and obey? Yes. Keep sweet. Sorry. Whatever. Uh, I do like, I do want to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm this close, this close to finishing Buffy. Oh. Um, I know oh. I haven't told Maddie this yet, but I know uh, the outcome of a certain someone, and I'm trying to figure out when it's going to happen. The internet is an awful place, slash this yeah. show is now 20 years old, so it's like, it's also I was fault. bound to get spoiled, but like this one, it's like the, in- the universe knew, and it's like, hey, we told you that your favorite character prior to this was going to not make it. Uh And I was mad about that, and it happened. Then it's like, oh, here's the next one. I like that you're trying to avoid spoilers on a 20-year-old show. Listen, at work, I mentioned it, and someone's like, don't tell me, because I still want to watch it. (laughs) Oh, God. If you haven't watched it by now. Listen, I know we're literally, like, maybe six episodes away from being done, and I'm just like, how is this wrapping up? Um messy <laughs> no i know it's i don't even know where it left off but i think we're maybe six or seven episodes away just be ready to be like <gasps> <gasps> that's maddie once this once the last season starts she's like but how does everything happen she's like there's still so much and then potentials she's mm-hmm. like oh this is gonna happen fast because that happened like halfway in the season oh well you'll have to tell me after we cut <laughs> i know uh anything else i don't know Someone told me about to look into the Lululemon murders. Murder. Murder. Uh huh. I know about like how the whole, um, their MLM is trash. I mean, any MLM is trash. Full offense, actually. MLMs are just trash. Yeah, it's Lululemon's one that. No, it's a Lululemon is the one that's. Yes. Well, no. Lululemon's one that all the women ordered like thousands of dollars worth of clothes and you had no idea what you were getting. Like the leggings and the shirts and stuff. I think so, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole documentary on it. (laughs) Okay, no, I just. People know what kind of content I'm into at work. So all the time they're like, have you heard of this serial killer? Have you heard of this murder? Have you gone to this place? (laughs) When they start a sentence with, have you heard this true crime story? Stop. I've heard them all, but go. (laughs) (laughs) And actually I hadn't heard this one. That's true. It's a Lululemon, um, just a Lululemon store. I can't remember where it was. Uh, An employee killed another employee over a pair of leggings. Like murdered, stabbed her. I know this isn't a true crime podcast, but uh, I believe, if I remember right, they said she stabbed her over a hundred times. The video footage, the sta- she stabbed her for over ten minutes that- with like anything she could grab. Oh my! Over some like because she was slowly stealing uh, products from the store, and this coworker knew about it and was basically threatening to tell her like, and she's like, "No, I'll get fired." And she's like, "You're stealing mm-hmm. a lot." 
And so her response to that was to brutally murder this woman. Man. So surprised. She uh, did, in fact, end up losing her job anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> and now she is, I don't know if she's put away, but she is a murderer. Like, yeah, 10 minutes. Up. 10 minutes with anything she could grab. You gotta be getting tired after at least two. <laughs> like, <laughs> just what kind of one. blind rage? I don't know. It creeps me. They told me, and I was like, and if you look it up, like one of the first images that pops up is like the crime scene. I'm just like, dang, the internet is just wilding right now. With next to no knowledge, something tells me that she may not be mentally well. <laughs> I, I'm going to guess no, but that is not why we're here. Not even a little mm, bit. Wow. What, what happened? <laughs> wow. Blacked out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we are now this week in New Mexico. Yes. So... Yeah. Did we manage? We tried very hard. Did we manage to get into the city that we wanted to get into? We were so close. I found a place, but there really... There's history on it, but there's no real experience. Yeah. I mean, I know... Spoilers. I know that. But I didn't know <laughs> uh, the location of this one necessarily. Or, yes, I do. I'm dumb. Yeah, we, we, didn't wanted... make it into, we didn't make it into truth and consequences. Truth or consequences. Truth or consequences, New Mexico. Yeah, because I first looked it up as truth and circumstances. And I was it, like, wait, what isn't it I circumstances find? or consequences? It's consequences. Uh, truth or consequences, New Mexico. Yeah. Wow. There is a like a haunted, um, allegedly haunted hotel hospital. Oh, <laughs> whatever. It was a hospital. Okay. Yes, and uh, you're right. We wanted to cover it, but there just wasn't enough, so that sucks. So we've moved on to something else, something better. Which, truth or consequences, was a town of, what, 2,000 people? So, like, it's nice to find something haunted there anyway, but it didn't... I mean, you gotta back it up, back up those claims. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. So we're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) All of that to say, just kidding. We are, however, doing a different haunted location. (laughs) Still in New Mexico. It is in New Mexico. <laughs> Truthfully, I I was the one that had to poo-poo truth or consequences only because, like, even when I put this place, truth or consequences, New Mexico, it's like, did you want this hotel in Arkansas yeah. or Arizona? And I've said no. How about the- I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, mm, here's a news story that's two paragraphs long. So- Yeah. Well, instead of truth or consequences- we are in okay i have to like oh we're gonna i'm preface before we i know you probably know what i'm gonna say before we begin let me say (laughs) i am a white woman pronouncing spanish names (laughs) please be merciful okay we took german and some of us took latin Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. as far away from spanish romance languages you can get this is like the only thing that i'm worried about is pronouncing these names are giving some flair where flair is not needed and uh, (laughs) super whitewashing other names look it's gonna be bad guys it's gonna be bad uh i'll have the case of diaz (laughs) or dillas sorry Hold on. I have to tell the story. <laughs> I'm That's always, when... every time we do this, I'm reminded of the people that are like, I'm 30 minutes into this stupid podcast and they're still oh talking about their lives. Okay, this is actually kind of about our uh, haunted experience that we had when we went to Louisville, Kentucky to Waverly. Uh-huh. We 
stayed at a Airbnb or something that night and we went and had breakfast the next morning or brunch at a superhero themed cafe. Do you Oh recall? my gosh. Yeah. 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 Okay. So as a joke, I was reading the menu and they had quesadillas and I was like quesadilla and was saying it like a dummy on purpose. Mm-hmm. But then our waitress comes over and says, what will you have? And I said, I'll have the quesadilla. And I said it was so much like, certainty. Mm-hmm. And she just went, uh-huh. And then what's worse is Maddie also ordered a quesadilla and said, I will also have the something Dilla. And, <laughs> and then when I heard Maddie say it, it dawned on me. I said, we are the dumbest people. I said, please forgive us. Um, Did she really? Because I'm going to, she was in fact a language studies major and took Spanish for like well, ever, it, forever. It had a funny name. It wasn't like, uh southwest quesadilla it was something dia like it was like a play on words yes yeah Yeah. but i was saying it like a dilla and (laughs) i ordered dilla and so did maddie and i said please forgive us (laughs) i mean she's in we were in louisville so oh and yeah the waitress didn't bad an eye we didn't stay in an airbnb we stayed in that weird hotel that's right because we swam in the pool we did we swim in the pool (laughs) what we did <laughs> listen <laughs> that whole trip is like a blur wow what a time wow. okay okay all right back to new mexico oh yeah because i'm gonna butcher everything yes here we go starting with the city name <laughs> uh-huh we're in la cruces okay which is the crosses <laughs> uh-huh it's a city located in Donna and I'm gonna I have to stop laughing because I know just every time I see a Spanish just name. Just be forewarned up, that like little to no or too much flair is about to happen. Yes. That's yeah. all. It is a city located in Donna Anna County, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. It has a twenty twenty three population of one hundred fifteen thousand five hundred sixteen people and is the second largest city in New Mexico. What in the world? <laughs> yeah, and it, it shows no signs of stopping because it's currently growing at a rate of one point two one percent annually. That's pretty like hefty. the whole the line graph is just climbing. Yeah. Like the past few times mine has just been a complete diagonal down Mm -hmm. they said i read somewhere i didn't put it in here but every decade it has gone up double digits percent wise like it's in a double digit every decade dang yeah i know crazy stuff crazy stuff the average household income in la cruces is sixty thousand one hundred sixteen dollars that's is that a little lower than average i think uh maybe a little Dang, it may be pretty remember. close. I, <laughs> yeah. I know. We we need to brush up because it's a new year. We ought to see what the new average that's is. That's true. That's true. Has a poverty rate of 28.78%. Good God. Yeah, not good. It's not going great there. <laughs> what? Uh, and get, you're going to want to rent in this city. Average home cost. Oh, average home cost. Okay. Is two hundred sixty four thousand one hundred and seventy three doll hairs, yeah, which sadly is probably half of the national average. But mm-hmm. and rent is eight hundred and twenty five. All right, well there you go. Get yourself a nice apartment. Do <laughs> yeah. not buy a house. <laughs> That's no. one of the few times I will say I'd rather rent. I'd rather dump my money into a black hole. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay, here's the racial breakdown, and it only just occurred to me. <laughs> 
and I feel awful saying that, it just occurred to me, had, they so, don't talk about... How did about, my mouth make that noise? I'm not sure. The world population never gives us Hispanic percentage, does it? Isn't it silly that we're just now realizing this? I know. I kind of feel like a jerk off that this is... I only noticed because we're in New Mexico. Do they mention it? No. You know... Um, so these, this, sorry, sorry for the like awkward silence, <laughs> but like Hispanic people make up a huge portion of the United States. I'm like, not going to go back and pull you it know up. demographic makeup. I did see when it broke down like uh, education, it listed Hispanic population there. Like so many Hispanic people have this much education. It feels high key racist world population we're about to dump you and also shame on us for not noticing that it did not include a hispanic percentage right i don't know it does feel a little uh targeted i don't know because people want to whine and cry about the border and people coming over here not legally and blah 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 and how do you actually count them like get out of here get the heck out of here yeah like mm, mm, i can't get into it right now but well yeah, now I feel like a big booty hole that we made it to New Mexico and we're like, hey. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, okay, because these numbers sound so absurd, but Is it I, one or two or more races is like, boop? No. Oh. White. 78.74% white. Which also, we are assuming that it's a largely Hispanic um, population, but... I mean, it is. There's a good chunk there. I mean, there are places that we've gone that should have had Hispanic populations listed. Oh, yeah. Like... Arizona. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we'll get there, but Texas. If Texas mentions nothing of it, I will be <laughs> floored. <laughs> okay. Two or more races does come in second place with 8.12%. Other race, 74 Black or African American, 28 Asian 1.6, Native American 1.12, and Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander 0.06. So a little bit of everything. A little bit. Wow. The average age of La Cruces is 32.5, with males being 30.7 and females being 34.4. Okay. All right. So I think that that kind of falls around average. Uh, yes, Mid-30s yeah. is average. Right. All right. I'm going to, again, tell. <laughs> let me tell you where, where we're going to be covering. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we haven't said now that Now that we've yet, covered huh? the city, let's narrow it down a little bit more. In La Cruces, we are covering Donna Anna Courthouse. Yeah. Which has history. It sure does. <laughs> it no exists. One, no one thought it necessary to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I did find, like, a couple of itty-bitty things about the courthouse itself, but truthfully, not a ton is going on out there. So I'm going to cover um, mostly history about the city, which is I'm going to try to jazz it up as much as possible because it does get a wee bit dry. Yay. Um, all right. Well, I didn't cite my source. I'm terrible. What is wrong <laughs> with you? Person. No, okay. Yes, I did. Here it is. Here she is. NPS.gov is where I'm getting most of my information. And I'm not 100% sure when this article was written, but it's the National Park Service website. Okay. 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 All right. 
Sorry, I tried looking for a date, but I don't see a date on it. Anyway, let's just dive in. All right. Okay. The dusty roads that head from New Mexico Highway 320 to the Donna Anna Village Church and Plaza is named, appropriately enough, Dusty Lane. <laughs> that is literally the street. <laughs> I don't know why I immediately want to say that's what they used to call me in high school. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I miss, I haven't used that joke in a minute. I, there are some good ones that pop up and you just have to say, oh, that's what they call me in high school. Yeah. I, okay. I don't know if I want to tell the one uh, phrase that was said and the moment it left my lips and said, that's what they called me. And I tried to put it back and I uh -huh. couldn't. It uh -huh. was awful. Do you want to know the name? I like kind of do. <laughs> what was, I don't even know what the, what the point of the conversation was or how this was even uttered out loud but someone said something about <laughs> a, a, a rusty taco <laughs> <laughs> and i said that's what they know and it was too late i had already said it and i was like i can't take it back now <laughs> is, isn't there i played myself i played myself on that one <laughs> like is it we you did it another time there's the barbecue place in brazil don't they have the thing called the sloppy sound <laughs> yes <sighs> and you very confidently were like that's what they called me in high school sometimes you gotta play yourself kids <laughs> how, the, how you roll the dice i guess okay, okay. <laughs> dusty lane got it even so the true grit and glory of donna anna's 19th century heyday lies on what is now a narrow back street adjacent to the church Cristo Rey Street leads down the original path of El Camino Real de, de Tierra and Dentro and through the Donna Anna Village History di Historic District. I'm District? Doing, I'm doing great. She's struggling. The historic heart of the oldest permanent Hispano settlement in southern New Mexico. Wow. Oh, did I mention Donna Anna is the county seat? Oh, yay! <laughs> of course. Uh, well, I'm sorry. La Cruces is the county seat oh yeah 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 donna anna's the the courthouse we're getting there okay <sighs> rain it in megan <laughs> el camino real and donna anna is now paved and peaceful but when donna anna was established under the mexican government in 1843 life in new mexico was anything but calm not good things were going on there persistent attacks by the apache and comancha comanche raiders these are native american tribes yeah uh, had since the 1598 Spanish colonization of the province prevented permanent settlement of the Rio Grande Valley between El Paso del Norte and Tome. Yeah. These are places. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm going to struggle so bad. The 1821 transition from the Spanish to Mexican governments brought cultural and political upheaval, plus a flood of international trade goods along the newly unconstructed unrestricted hello unrestricted el camino real then known as the chihuahua trail <laughs> chihuahua. the great rio grand flood of 1829 prompted donna anna's founding as a first settlement in the fertile Mesilla valley okay okay now i'm going to try to like piece together some stuff because we are getting to the courthouse we're very close because now the city is starting essentially what's happened there was war there mm -hmm. was pillaging and they eventually settled here in donna anna uh la Cruces, yeah and made home here yes okay there was a courthouse a very old courthouse 
And I'm actually going to get this information from a different website. It's the lacrucis.gov. Okay. The city's website. It's about the Amador, Amador Hotel. Yes. Okay. You're like, <laughs> where is she going with this? Well, that's because it was the courthouse at one point. The building, anyway, that is now the hotel. Okay. So the hotel stood on the corner of Amador and Water Streets in La Cruces since the 1870s. So we're kind of crossing paths here. This is this building is erected mm-hmm. uh, shortly after all the stuff I just explained that I'm sure you followed. Yeah. <laughs> it served the community in many different ways, including a courthouse, post office, bank, hotel, and a county office center. <laughs> just a, a catch-all. Yes. <laughs> In 1883, the owner, Martin Amador, transformed the building into the courthouse and the post office for Donna Anna County. The newspaper, the Rio Grande Republican, reported on March 24th, 1883, that the courtroom looks really elegant and the rooms adjacent are both suitable and convenient. The iron cages are in place and will soon hold the occupants tight and fast. Goodness. (laughs) They're like, it's beautiful. We're ready to (laughs) fill up these cages. Yes. (laughs) They called them cages. That's awful. Yeah, it's a little weird. Some of the rooms were used as jail cells, and once the construction of the permanent courthouse was completed in 1885, Don Martin added a second story, and Amater Hall became a community center where people met and traded stories. (laughs) Oh. So you have the imprisoned people down below, and then everyone just like, ha-ha, you know, upstairs. Yeah, having a potluck upstairs. (laughs) Wonderful. Back to the dry stuff, sorry. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) I have to bounce around. And this kind of backs up a little bit because that was in 1880s is mm-hmm. all of this is happening. In the spring of 1843, 14 of the grant petitioners mustered the courage to risk Native American attack. They did okay. yep. use the wrong word and moved to Donna Anna. They situated the village on a plateau high above the floodplain. And after digging a diversion dam and a system of irrigation ditches, they constructed the community according to the traditional Spanish Mexican village plan. Streets were laid out and and this is it's like very specific. I don't know. I guess if I looked at Spanish um Architect? Uh, neighborhoods okay. that's what I'm, I'm thinking of cities neighborhoods just the platting of them mm-hmm. it's very specific because it says the streets were laid out in 35 foot grids of 137 square foot lots okay who's okay who's measuring this that's a lot of measuring tape yeah ultimately many of these lots were subdivided giving donna anna its shape as a grid of rectangular blocks Okay. It's just, yeah. I, is, is new. Okay. Gosh. You know, I just eat each episode show how much more I don't know. <laughs> is New Mexico one of the, like, all sides are straight? One? Okay. You don't know. Why didn't you ask me that? <laughs> I don't know. Because if it's one of the rectangular ones, then it's like someone's got a thing with rectangles. I don't know. OCD, OCD, OCD. I mean, and I feel that. <laughs> That's more sorry. than you could ever know. But, like,. I appreciate this is what I'm saying. Now I have to know. Because if it is one of the rectangle Is it going to be like the most satisfying aerial view probably you've ever seen is my guess? Yep. (laughs) Except when you said that, I truly thought you were saying, I'm so sorry, does this make it an explicit episode now? I thought you were saying an aerial. Is that the best aerial view you've ever seen? (laughs) I don't know. That is debatable. Kelsey. Sorry. (laughs) My goodness. All right. New Mexico. Show me... The map. It, oh, darn it. It's a square with a little, like, no. stair step at the bottom. Okay. But 
It is like even 90 degree angles. It's pretty darn good. Who decided, by the way, I don't know. These things <laughs> bug me that it's like, why do they get little squares? Uh, it's Colorado. I should have known. Colorado. Um, <laughs> that's just a perfect rectangle. But like, why are they like... Who came out with a straight line? It's like Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming. And then it's like, good luck, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana's good for it's like Indiana, where we are. <laughs> I don't know. I just, who invite Florida? They said, whoa. <laughs> these visuals, these sound effects maybe don't make any sense, but I don't really care. <laughs> They make sense to me. Picture a lot of wiggling, uh, a lot of um, just jerky motions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. With slow but steady growth, Donna Anna led the long-awaited development of southern New Mexico, the only town on either side of the dreaded 90-mile Yarnada del Muerto, which is Journey of the Dead Man. I was going to say something death. (laughs) I know. Donna Anna was an essential stop for travelers and traders on El Camino Real. The 1846 Mexican-American War brought U.S. soldiers and settlers to town. That always spells good news. Yeah. (laughs) And within a few years following the 1848 signing of the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, Donna Anna became home to 600 citizens. So started off strong. Yay. The village expanded less formally beyond its historic center and included general stores, saloons, and a dance hall. A county courthouse was built, there she Uh is, (laughs) along the main street in 1852 when the village was designated as the political seat of the new Donna Anna County. Yay! (laughs) Today in ambience and architecture, Donna Anna is exceptionally well-preserved example of a tradition well-preserved example of her traditional <laughs> i'm so upset with myself Tr- traditional. traditional rural 19th century hispano village of southern new mexico although milled lumber window glass and brick were in integrated into most village houses and buildings in the late 19th century and the 20th century brought mobile homes and other modern development Cristo Ray Street is a largely undiluted version of the Spanish-Mexican plan. Okay. Sorry. My nose is running. I'm telling you, when I scoured the interwebs for information on this dang courthouse, I mean, I was on Facebook. I was on historic document websites. I was on city websites. I, I looked up and down... And could not find information on just the freaking courthouse, which is crazy because at one point there, that courthouse held Billy the Kid and they also tried him there. Why? And there is a Billy the Kid um, gift shop store museum thing. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, it's strange. But how... Are you not like, who's not writing this down? <laughs> right. I I just think having, Billy the Kid was a murderer, right? right? I, I don't, don't know, know what Billy the Kid did. Well, point it, like, let's, he was obviously tried for something. I believe it was murder. Yeah, um, I could look it up really quick. Billy. But they're like, hey, this guy that killed people, let's make a gift shop in his name. That would be like having a gift shop for Dahmer or a gift shop for what? Yeah, that, I'm. I agree with you. Yeah, it's just weird to me. He was an outlaw and a gunfighter, 
who was alleged to have killed 21 men before he was shot and killed at the age of 21. Dang. What? Right. (laughs) Um, Should I go on this quick tangent real quick? I don't... Is it relevant? No. Maybe I shouldn't. Have I piqued your interest now? (laughs) About Billy the Kid? (laughs) No, about something completely unrelated. (laughs) Oh, I mean, here we are. Well, because it reminds me, like, saying that it's weird that they have a gift shop for Billy the Kid, like... Yeah. Here's this killer's gift shop. Go get a go get yourself something nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh it for some reason it, it connects in my head. Reminds me of a thing I saw today that someone had this epiphany about the Titanic. They're like, you know what? It's really weird that we have taken this tragedy, a real life actually happened tragedy where real life people died, and we took that story and turned it into a love story and yeah. made a movie out of it. They're like, How would you feel if a movie came out? about 9-11 how there was a husband and wife duo one in each tower when the when the towers were falling they were having to like try to contact each other to see if they made it down alive Mm -hmm. one gets down the other makes it to the bottom but it's already blocked off because of the rubble and stuff and you get to watch the tower like crumble down on top of them and you just like have no last words blah 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 like yeah they had a whole storyline plotted out and i was like Uh first of all interesting yeah (laughs) second of all they're like that would be really tasteless to have a movie like that yeah let's wait till we're all this generation's dead pretty much but yeah they like explained it i'm like kind of yeah like they're like you're just looking at each other through the windows and there's nothing you can do and you know one of you is gonna die they're not wrong yeah they're not wrong kind of weird kind of weird okay well anyway let's wow in so i went ahead and got Megan was nice enough to send me articles. Did I look at those articles? No. I can't pay attention to anything. so disappointed. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry. So, I have to burp? What? I want to look up the, uh, what it is. You don't uh, even care anymore? No, I don't. <laughs> the La Crucis Billy the Kid. I'm probably, I should have looked up, like, how to pronounce C-R-U-C-E-S. C-R-U-C-E-S. Yeah, Billy the Kid gift shop. It's just weird. On Calais de Guadalupe, Masa, Masa, Masi. I should have stopped. Masia. <laughs> Masia. Okay. <laughs> the two L's, I know it makes a. Yes, yes. I know. I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, dang, now see what you did? You got me all messed up over here. I didn't look at your articles because I was like already deep into a video, an investigation video. And you're like, oh, did you look at those articles? No, no, I did not. I'm sure they're really cool. Here, I, I found more about Billy the Kid. This is so... I'm sorry. La Cruz is a small city in New Mexico. We've been new. There are a couple of Billy the Kid sites here, including La Posta Restaurant, where Billy ate, and the uh, gift shop across the street that used to be the jail where Billy was held until his trial. Well, what a weird and- thing to celebrate. <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to swallow my spit. Hello? You can see where Billy ate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's also weird that there's not a lot of history because this place has drawn attention of groups like, you guessed it, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Like, oh, I saw that. Big name investigations have happened at this location and everyone's just like, eh, we don't have much to go on here, but it's haunted. Well, I was curious to see if in the videos that you watched, because you said you did have videos, if they gave like a... Even like a synopsis of a history of this courthouse where they like, it's really haunted. Well, um, I looked up, so I, I, I was just going to talk about the video that I had, but I remembered 
really briefly that there was like a really creepy story that they had about a woman that was an inmate that was kept there. I'm sure you made that face. So you have oh, an idea. Oh, well, I came across I a lot of the dry stuff I cut because, I mean, it did. It kind of drudged on. And with my terrible pronunciation, I didn't want to put you through that. But there was part of the I thought you were going to say something else. They talked about where the name Donna Anna comes from. Oh. And they believe it's named after a woman. And there was a story about her. But no, just to like this is to, I guess, sort of set the mood for what we're going to get into. Okay. So this court courthouse had jail cells, obviously held inmates. It held man, men and women. The, like they had a specific area for women because that's it just be like that yeah uh but there was a woman that they had you know arrested and put in the jail cell mm-hmm. and i wish i would have written this down i don't know i was just so focused on the paranormal stuff uh i like how first of all this says this building's been featured on travel channels ghost adventures and has a rich paranormal history oh. no, yeah no actual history sorry homie uh including there was a woman so she got arrested she was arrested for being drunk i think drunk and disorderly mm-hmm. and i'll just read what this says local legend has it that in the 1950s a waitress named mary waters was found near the amador hotel see there's the word you couldn't say and oh, was wow. brought and was brought to the jail assumed to be drunk once in the jail cell she screamed and just moments later was found dead like in a petrified position like she had like a they says quote horrified look on her face and that is how she died like she yeah goodness Uh uh-huh i'm picturing harry potter pretty much yeah like when they found her she looked like something scared her and she was stuck that way dead and it happened like instantly and it says, although the coroner's report cites a ruptured kidney for Mary's cause of death and was later modified to include alcohol poisoning, some say her spirit remains in the cell. Yeah. Um, she suddenly had a ruptured kidney. Like, she had no health concerns that anyone's aware, anyone was aware of, but she gets in this jail that is supposedly haunted, uh-huh. screams in horror, her kidney ruptures, and they have no explanation for it. So they kind of, like, snuck into her thing like drinking problem. alcohol poisoning <laughs> yeah yeah Jesus. To, to so people wouldn't ask why did her kidney rupture what did you do it was alcohol okay so creepy like how creepy would it be she's screaming and you walk in and she ugh, like yeah no absolutely uh, not all right so i only used one video and, it, and it's not even that it was like i don't want to say that it wasn't overly exciting I like videos like this. It's from Ghost and Ghost and Co. Like company, I'm assuming. Paranormal. Mm-hmm. That's the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I like using things like this because it feels real. Like Ghost Adventures, fine. That's one thing. But I like to see investigations like what we do, where sometimes they don't always know what they're doing. They don't know what questions they're asking. They have like basic equipment like we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and this looks like a group of... I couldn't, I was confused. I thought it was four guys and then it was like three. So I don't know. I don't know. Where did he go? (laughs) They have, I don't know how many followers they have, but there was not what I learned if we ever, for some reason, do YouTube videos is (laughs) to actually give information. So I realized like they do a little creepy introduction. They talk about Mary Waters. They talk about how the place is haunted. And then, then it just cuts directly into this tour guide talking to them about 
like showing them the layout of the courthouse and where people see certain things and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and there's no like cuts to the office style interviews of people giving information there's no names there's no uh names of locations nothing Mm -hmm. it's like we're seeing exactly what they're seeing and they're giving us no information otherwise including like if the dude mumbles i can't help you like i don't know what he said i don't know what they're talking about that sucks right so i feel bad i tried my best but a lot of this is very vague it's like the guide tells them about this guy in this one jail cell who did this thing like i tried my best they gave no they gave me nothing Oh, okay. But there is stuff that happened, obviously. I wouldn't have used it otherwise. So get ready for vagueness. Here we go. Oh, good. So they are literally just getting ready to walk into the building to, like, go in this room and have this guide give them a rundown of the of the layout of the building when one of them is like, ooh, I forgot my K2, which is an EMF meter. Uh-huh. So he's like, I'm going to run back and grab that. And by run, he just casually walks. Like, they made it maybe 20 feet in. And he's like, you guys go ahead. I'm going to grab the K2. Turns around, grabs it, turns back around to go catch up to them in the hallway. And you hear, like, a young woman's voice almost, like, talking to him. And I think what's creepy, he doesn't hear it. You can tell that he doesn't hear it. Uh Uh-huh. Because he doesn't react. But it's not like... The phrase, whatever she said, which they, they didn't have specifics. They kept saying unidentified female voice unidentified male voice couldn't really make out what it said but it was there Uh um what i found interesting about this one and maybe it's just a little detail and it's just me he's got a gopro strapped to his chest so we're literally seeing everything he's seeing in real time Mm -hmm. you hear the voice and it's it's like a car passing by like you hear her talk whatever she says it goes like this so there's like motion to it yeah like she was standing it's when he walks through the door frame and it's like she says something but he passes by Walk. so you don't catch him. Oh, so she's like, standing still. Yeah, she's standing past. still. And it's like he walks past her as she's saying something to him. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. So we like the, what is it called? It's a dop- Doppler. The Doppler effect? Yes, pretty <laughs> much. Okay, so I said I believe they're speaking with a guide, the tour guide, who is talking to them about the building before the investigation. Because then it just... It, this, they like fade out to a black screen and then suddenly it's like someone turned the camera back on and now we're wherever they are with no explanation of where they are uh. or how long it's been or what point in like any backtracking yeah is rough um speaking with the tour guide he's telling them about the building before they do the investigation he tells them about a time he saw the shadow man which like again this no. would be a nice <laughs> time where they would step back and be like people say they see the shadow man the shadow man is xyz yeah but because we don't get any of that, it feels so like, oh, I saw the shadow man. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> he just kind of said, he's like, I saw the shadow man. He heard a jail cell door. He So apparently one of the things is the cell doors like to slam. That's, there are notable things. Casual. Doors slamming, um, voices, footsteps, all the usual. Yeah. And he literally said... I had heard a jail, so, wow, now it's my Ah, turn. See? (laughs) I had heard a cell door slam for the fifth time that night, so I decided to go check it out. Like, it's it's common enough that he's like, okay, two times, three times, five times, all right, fine. He said (laughs) it slammed five times, and on the fifth time, he's like, fine, I'll go see what's happening. And he's like, honestly, he thought it was a homeless person maybe got in and was trying to find a place to stay or something Mm -hmm. 
uh, and and in the back hallways, there's like a doctor's office area. He said he was walking by, looked down that hallway, and he saw a guy standing there about six feet tall and thin, standing with his legs apart and his hands down. Which is like, it's weird that he has like a, a specific weird stance. stance. Yeah. yeah. And as the guide is looking at him, the man sidesteps into one of the cells, which he knows dead ends. There's nothing, like, or uh-huh. not a cell, a cell, but he sidesteps into a room that he's like, I know that doesn't go anywhere else. So he's either going to come out or stay in there. I don't like the sidestep. Yeah, he specifically in, said he sidestepped. In my head, I'm picturing just like a two-dimensional person. Like, if he were to have turned and walked in the room, he would have disappeared. <laughs> yes. Like, Ooh, kind of like uh, Ashmore, right? Kind of. But, yeah. But anyway... Um, as the guy, so he sidesteps into a room that he knows dead in. So he goes down to the, goes down the hallway to catch him again, still thinking this is just a homeless man. And he said, once he passes through the threshold into the room where the man sidestepped, he said, it's like walking into a refrigerator and there was nobody there. Oh, of course not. (laughs) So, but then, and then he just goes on like, nobody has any questions, comments, concerns. They just keep going. (laughs) Uh, the guide is telling them, as the guide is telling them the story, the crew has their equipment going this whole time. Mm-hmm. And when he makes the comment about, like, the refrigerator, uh, their EMF starts spiking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, but there's, they're like, do you see that? Okay. And just, <laughs> uh, he then starts walking them through the building itself, shows them that the cell doors are not super easy to move, so it would take some effort to slam them. And we know we've been in a few jail jails now that it's like there's some weight to them. The real jail cells, mm-hmm. like those doors don't just I mean, swing close in the wind. Well, to... yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wait. I'm sorry, I had a typo. That was my fault. Anyway, uh, he's... Just showing them the doors, walking, going. This guy never stops to, like, you know, acknowledge anything they're saying is happening. It's just a bunch of men. So, of course, they just mention it, and they're like, that was weird. And they just keep walking. (sighs) So, as this guide is taking them through, they hear, like, a tapping noise, like, tap, tap. Mm -hmm. And one of them was like, did you hear that? And he turns around, and there's, like, tap, 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 again, down the hallway. And he's like, what in the world? But doesn't investigate it. They just keep walking. Why? Are you guys just so desensitized at this point? Yeah. Uh, The guide said people will regularly hear footsteps and a man talking to them who they believe is the judge. Yeah. Oh, okay. For some reason, I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that he doesn't have a name, it's just the judge. Uh, There have also been heavier objects that have moved in a room that there was no explanation. I don't know what room it was. It felt kind of like a commons area almost. Uh And they have like big heavy tables and chairs there. And he talked about a time where they had walked through. They were in their place when they walked back through. The chairs were moved and in a weird position. And they're like 100% Ashmore vibes. Like everything. Yes. Seeing the figure walking in a room, something moving in a room when you walk away from it. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. So chairs move, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he, I said he's sort of breezing through this tour, including things that apparently happened to him. He mentioned how he was walking through one of the hallways when he heard a little girl's voice, and this is how he said it. Uh, he's like, I was walking through this hallway, and I heard a little girl's voice, as clear as you can hear mine right now, say, can you see me? stop that <laughs> and he's like uh but i couldn't answer her and then kept w- kept going <laughs> stop like he was taught he was like this man was breezing through it. like how fast i just said it is how quickly he talked the whole time 
But yeah, no. he's like, he's just walking through and a little girl said, can you see me? And he, for whatever reason, could not answer her. Same thing last week where the, um, the spirit box said, uh, the man sees me or something like, it was something yeah, like Yeah, that's he, true, yeah. Yeah, yep. You gotta acknowledge us. I know. he, And he was really adamant on, like, she sounded like she was standing right here talking like I'm talking to you. Uh, I said, but he couldn't answer. Shrug. Next. Uh, he had also seen a man pass by multiple windows in succession. So it's like there's, um, in hallways, a you know how you've windows. got, like, openings? Yeah. To see a, a figure is like enough in itself but he said he saw one like go window 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 like it was just walking, walking down, down the, the hall. hallway yeah. yes mm. and he said it was like he was clear enough that he could tell he was a hispanic a hispanic male with a buzz cut specifically a 1940s buzz cut uh a white shirt thin black tie and black slacks weird yeah and he just like he's like i've only it was just a full apparition. He's like, I never really saw him again, but he was just strolling down the hallway. <laughs> um, so casual. Yeah. Uh, as they're walking to the next spot, they note that there is an unexplained male voice. This is just like as they're bantering, walking to the next. There's no, inter- not interview. There's no tour being had. They're just kind of like, all right, let's go to the next one. And they're mumble, mumble, mumble. Yeah. They put in they put a note down at the bottom that said, that said there was an unexplained male voice, but they're all talking amongst themselves in a jail. Yeah. So that so the voices are like echoing back and forth, and I don't know what these men sound like. So I'm like, they didn't like highlight the sound. They didn't point out specifically when it happened. Right. So I'm like, I can't say that you're not right, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to be listening for. It would be like if there was a visual of us right now at the bottom in this very moment, it would say a woman's voice is heard. Well, yes, I'm talking. Yeah. If you've never heard us talk before, then. Yeah. I don't know. It's things like that. We take, we take for granted the little things uh ghost adventures might be a little bit silly sometimes but they know how to break things down (laughs) talk to me like i'm five like explain it to me like i'm a child (laughs) they know how to do that and i realize i need people to do that dora the explorer me (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) 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 do you are you gonna say it our our latest fascination on tiktok Uh, i i guess we keep it's not even across. a fascination it's just i think it's so funny maddie does not find it funny at all it comes across my for you page and i don't know i watch them because it is funny it's the it's these girls who are in a musical called six yes yeah and they do this skit not a skit but they do this bit where they, just like in their changing room while they're between shows or between rehearsals and they list off things that they think would send henry the eighth into a coma (laughs) it's always things that we think would send the real henry the eighth into a coma and they're on like part 12 right now something outrageous my absolute favorite and i mean they'll say crazy stuff like escalators yeah (laughs) um Uh, there's so many things and i cannot think of what they are that hold music you know what music is do you do you do <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. That one probably send him. Probably. Uh, my favorite one is when she said the part in Dora the Explorer where she asks you a question and waits for you to answer. <laughs> See, my my favorite one is in that same video, and they said 
um, the how do they even explain it? They're like the Princess Diaries uh, main menu screen that you left up while you fell asleep <laughs> on the couch playing on repeat. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, it's. I feel like you <laughs> the just blue have to man s- group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. I can't even. I don't know. I don't know. And anytime, I feel like she knows that people think it's funny, but if someone says something really funny, because they try not to laugh. The whole goal is to not laugh. Yeah. They laugh every time. But one of the girls, when someone said something particularly funny, she goes, no. No. no <laughs> and just shakes her head. <sighs> well, oh, anyway. Look it up. So good. Okay. Wow. So any hoot, where was I at? This is a blur. Next spot, male voice. Oh, yeah, it didn't make any sense because obviously men are talking. Uh, so around 11, they're like, well, it's 11 o'clock, so we should probably start the investigation. I'm like, 11? My bedtime is 10. Like, <laughs> right. Well, I'm always like painfully I'm tired withering. by 10. Yeah. <laughs> I'm painfully tired by 10. Does that mean I still go to bed at midnight? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so right away, they get a couple spikes on the EMF. Uh, and in those same areas where they get the spikes, the air is significantly cooler. Also, at the same time, there's, like, noises of objects being moved down the hallway. Like, everything happens, like, right away. You're like, what in the world? Now, is this a private investigation? How many people are on this tour? I believe there are three or four. That's what I'm confused about. I thought it was four, and then I just kept hearing three guys. But it was just them. They weren't part of, like, a bigger tour. Yeah, correct. The guide was like, all right, well, the tour's done. Uh, Have at it. And you get, like, three hours or something like that. Okay. And so, like, EMF, cold spots noises in the background type deal fine there's i just made a note of this because i thought it was funny he's like they all have lights like it's bright they have headlamps on okay and um i don't know for me it just felt kind of like it was losing the the feeling a little bit because they had flashlights on at all times yeah but they're walking down one of the hallways of the jail cells and he like turns and does a double take and it's this really long like it's endless really narrow brick hallways like whoa that's a long ass hallway and just keeps like (laughs) it's just comments like that and also these guys are so uh western like their accents are thick so it just it it feels kind of funny to me i don't know because i'm trying they're trying to ask the spirits to slam something they're like why don't you move that door over there? Like, we hear you like to do that to the to the, to the ladies and blah, blah, oh, And I'm just like, I know you're real ghost hunters, but, like, I can't. Any hoot. Uh, they also pass by this wall that it has a sizable splatter of blood up, up it. Like, sh- at head level. You're sure it's blood or just some type of... Well, it turns out it was for a... Again, there's no explanation, so I can't explain further. It turns out it was for a zombie fundraiser for kids. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, I don't. They're like, oh, that was that zombie fundraiser for the kids, right? I said, huh? (laughs) I need more information. I do need more information than that. So, like I said, it was hard to understand the guide, so I'm not sure what room it was in. But there's a room in particular that they're like, this is a very active room. It's the commons room uh-huh. where the ch- the chairs got moved. And specifically, there's a door in that room that they say the spirits really like to manipulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had already been in that room before. And they're like, we hear you like to open and close that door. Can you do that now? Obviously, that doesn't happen. Yeah. With no timestamps, no explanation. They go off elsewhere, come back. They're in this room again. But it cuts into... Like, 
whatever they were doing fades to black and then it cuts to them all staring at this door and at the bottom it says door starts to open on its own (sighs) and they're all standing there (laughs) flashlights pointing at it and the door is opening and they're like okay (laughs) and um Let's see. They they so they all saw and heard the door. Think I said think of like an old castle-ish door. It's like wooden. I feel like it's not very heavy, but wooden with like metal handles that have that that typical like echoey boom boom sound when you hit them. Yeah. Uh it sounded so not only did the door open, but it sounded like someone grabbed the metal handle and pulled it so it's got the squeaky metal thing uh-huh. and it opened. And then they're like, "Okay, cool. Can you close that?" you hear the handle come up again, the door closes, and then it the releases. The handle hits the door like someone let it go. Oh. Like on command. They're like, can you close that? And it closed. Cool. So they're like, all right, that was very neat. Like, thanks for <laughs> yeah. doing that. Uh, and they went into the door to make sure, like, nothing weird was happening behind it. No windows open. And, of course, there wasn't. But, like, it started to feel weird, like, pure, or, uh, what, oh Grave Encounters. I knew you were going to yeah, say Yeah, of course it. I was. Because they, like, they have been through this whole building. The guide took them through the building. Mm-hmm. They go behind that door, and one of them is walking, and you just hear, hey, guys, and his GoPro turns. He's like, was there a staircase? Like, I don't remember him telling us about a staircase here. It's like a blue carpeted staircase. Oh. Which is, like, really out of character for the whole thing. Uh-huh. And he's like did he tell us there was a staircase in here? And we're like, we don't think so. Don't and we're like, does staircase. that go to the third floor? So they didn't go. They acknowledged it and they didn't go. Oh. And all of them were like, I don't remember a staircase. Um, but they just let it go and they went on. And sorry, I'm like going off my notes now because I remember most of this. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, then they go into, there's a cut, and now they're in another area of the courthouse that I don't know where it is. Uh-huh. But it was somewhere that they had definitely got shown by the tour guide. And they, like, turn a corner, and hanging up on the door frame is, like, a piece of notebook paper. Mm-hmm. And they're like, there wasn't, they're like, do you guys remember signs being up here when we came through last time? And they're like, no. And there's just <sighs> papers on like, so there's a doorway here and then a doorway in front of that. Both of them have notebook paper taped to them. Taped oh. to the doorway. The first one says, Moon Whispers Jewel. <laughs> okay. And they're like, uh, oh, all right. Yeah, just like that. And they shine the light ahead to the next door. And it simply just says, Hannah, with an arrow pointing forward. Why? What? They don't, they're like, this, they knew, they're like, we know this was not here before. Where did the tour guide go? That's what I'm saying. This guy has to be playing with them. Mm-hmm. Or they have really terrible memories, but like they, they're like, there was not paper here. And what does uh, Moon Whispers Jewel even mean? Who's Hannah? Moon Whispers. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's no like MWJ. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, Mary Waters was the woman that was, uh, that died of the ruptured kidney. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to put things together here. Mm, Mary it's Water all coming together. Mary now. Waters d- uh, Jubilee. Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. okay. Um, but they hold a spirit box se- session, and again, with the lack of explanation at the bottom, it literally says some words are coming through, but we can't exactly make out what it's saying, and that's all the explanation you get. Lots of like, they all are like 
hitting really cold spots. Like they show you, you can see uh, goosebumps up their arms. Yeah. Uh, so a ton of those after the fact, but not much else. EMF spikes, mm-hmm. just a lot of that. Which and you could see them take an uncomfortable amount of time to show that it wasn't their phones or anything like that setting it off. Yeah. Uh, I hate that I just did that with my <laughs> mouth, but like that's as good a time as any to say that that's what I've got for you as far okay. as that video goes. And there is a little bit more out there. Like I said, there I found some articles that when I was trying to find stuff, I'm like, well, here you go, Kelsey, there's more. <laughs> I just got so invested in this video that ended up, it wasn't terrible, but I realized, like I said... Uh, the things you take for granted, which is like, I need you to spell things out for me. I can't, you can't just say a female voice because honestly, it was pretty darn clear. Mm-hmm. And like, if I would take the time and pull it up on the computer and enhance it, I could probably figure out something that it was saying, but they just don't give you anything. They don't explain where they are. They don't give you timestamps. Just, yeah, they're just there. How old was the video? A year. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like I think I'm pretty excuses. sure in the in the camera it like in the corner or whatever the date was 1 1 2022. Okay. So, well. Yeah, you don't have many excuses, guys. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not sure. That was fun. <laughs> it was frustrating on my end. I mean, the the history that I did find was interesting. I hate that I cannot pronounce Spanish names. <laughs> it's, I, yeah I'm it's so awful. sorry <laughs> i don't know i feel bad because like i know you struggled and couldn't find much but like with the other place i was struggling and no offense to the history aspect of our podcast but like the spooky stuff is why we're here so like if we can find that that's gonna take precedence yeah well and sometimes the history is really good like you can find some really interesting stuff and i really thought i was gonna have it with this one and i didn't and i'm kind of bummed I mean, it happens to the best of us. Just like we talk about how not every place is haunted. Not every place is rich in history. It's sometimes just a story. Yeah. And that's the whole, you know, local legends, local lore, the whole reason we started this. Like, sometimes there's just not an explanation. People say the house at the end of the street's haunted. Why? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I feel that. Okay. That's it. (laughs) That's New Mexico. I'm not going to say where we're going next because I do not know. It's New York. <laughs> You're certain. I'm certain. I am, I pulled it up. I wanted to make absolute sure I pulled up the board before uh, just to see New Mexico, New York. I'm kind of excited for New York. Sorry, New Mexico. It was fun while it lasted, but like I feel like New York is going to give me something good. Ooh, we're going to get like gangster stuff. Ooh, maybe. Yay. <laughs> also, just like... <laughs> I was surprised when you said stuff like back in the 1800s. I know the U.S. existed, but like there's such a longer, richer history on the East Coast and they Mm -hmm. moved their way out West, which I guess 18 something, 1850s, 1840s Uh is not. Oh, I had history back to the 1500s. See, I don't know. I did not. Like I said, it got dry in parts, so I cut a lot. Right. Like U.S. history starting, um, of course, at the East Coast we're talking 15 16 1700s and as you move out west not as old of like america u.s history yeah it makes sense the around the the coasts and stuff is where you would find most of the earliest history yeah 
Yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're all like, wow, these idiots. Which you guys like, are so dumb. <laughs> I mean, I am. So that's what they called me in high school. <laughs> so dumb. Just yep. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yep. That's going to wrap up this week. All right. And we'll see you guys next week. And was this like a quick episode? It felt like it went really fast. No. Wow. We're at an hour. Weird. I know. Time flies when you're talking. talking. About yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to cut that off. Okay, we'll see you next no. week. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.